What's up guys, Dalton here. Before we hop into this episode of the PT Coffee Cast, I just wanted to touch base with you and say thank you. Thank you for tuning in. Whether this is your first time listening or you've been rocking with us since day one, we appreciate your support. Every like, comment, share, subscribe, whatever it is, truly does mean the world to us and it continues to push us to put out the best possible content for you guys. Before we hop in, I just want to talk to you about our partnership with Physio Network. Physio Network is on a mission to improve physiotherapy standards worldwide. They do this through their research reviews. If you sign up, you'll get 12 research reviews per month in both written and audio form. Articles are selected and appraised by industry experts such as Sandy Hilton, Mary O'Keefe, Tom Goom. Um, former PT Coffee Cast guests such as Teddy Wilsey, Sam Spinelli, Jared Hall, Tom Walters, and plenty more. They're clinically relevant and recently published, and they take less than five minutes to read one review, saving you hours of work. This also solves that problem that we all struggle with. How do we stay up to date with the research? Physio Network has you covered. They also give you access to a members-only Facebook group, and you can do quizzes that will get you CEU points. They got it all. If you guys are interested in trying out Physio Network, you can start your seven-day free trial now by using the link in the show notes or our bio on Instagram. This will give you the option to play around, see what you like. Do you like listening? Do you like reading? And just seeing the amazing content that they give you guys, and then you will join because Physio Network is amazing. We'd love to hear from you guys. If you have signed up for Physio Network, please let us know how your experience has gone. We'd love to hear, and we can pass on that information to them. Also, we are super pumped to finally announce the release of the Movement Coffee Club. What is this, you ask? This is a way that you guys can continue to connect and support the PT Coffee Cast community. So we have three clubs available for you guys. We have the Espresso Club, which each month you will get a personal message from Will and myself thanking you for the support the second club we have is the cafe club where you get everything in the espresso club as well as a shout out on an episode put on the list of the coffee club supporters and a bonus episode each month and then lastly we have our favorite club the mug club you get everything in the first two clubs as well as a pt coffee cast mug a monthly coffee subscription of our own coffee blend and a monthly mug club zoom call the reason why we put this club out is we want to continue to develop ways that we can connect with you guys the community as well as have an opportunity for you to support us, um, show us some love, and allow for us to continue to develop and put out the best possible content. You guys can support us for as little as $3 a month. This money is going to go directly back into the podcast for new things like audio equipment, video equipment for better video content, merch, coffee. Everything's going to go back into the PT Coffee Cast so we can continue to provide you guys with some pretty cool opportunities. If you're interested in supporting us, you can check the link in our bio on Instagram at the PT Coffee Cast or at the Movement PTs and click the Coffee Club as well as in our show notes of each episode. We'll have a link there for you to head over and join. Guys, thank you so much for the continued support and we hope that you enjoy this episode of the PT Coffee Cast. Welcome to the Movement PT Coffee Cast, where we sit down and talk about physical therapy, health, and whatever else comes to mind during our coffee-infused conversations. (laughs) 
What's going on guys? Welcome back to the PT Coffee Cast brought to you by The Movement. My name is Dalton and with me as always is my beautifully bearded friend William. William, how are we doing today? Doing good man, you know it's uh, kind of at the end of the day, just kind of winding down, feeling good. How yeah. about you? Yeah man, same, cap it off with a nice little podcast. Um, I'm on the come down from the caffeine high though. You know, I've had, I've, you know, I've had my three, maybe four, I've lost track, but... I wanted to brew another one, but I was just like, eh, I don't know if it's a good idea, you know? Yeah, once you start to get that, like, fourth cup of coffee, it starts to get a little crazy. Yeah, you start slurring your words, you start getting lightheaded. Yeah, you start getting an eye twitch. <laughs> yeah, that's most likely going to happen during this episode. So if I slur my words or my eye starts twitching, just uh, let me know. All right, sounds good. <laughs> All right, guys, we're going to continue on with our clinical scenario series. This is going to be episode two um, within that series. So on our first episode, we talked about um, a positive win that we that Will experienced over a long period of time, kind of highlighting the clinical journey and the process going through it talking about setting expectations and all that good stuff so you guys can check that out if you haven't listened to it yet um but for today's episode we're going to talk a little bit more about a time where things didn't necessarily go so well for us um and we got the old we got real hype and maybe pushed someone a little bit too hard which ended up resulting in them not feeling so great so as much as we want to share all the hype wins that we have, there are some losses and some learning experiences that we want to make sure we share with you guys. Um, so I'm going to let you lead into it, Will, because I think your your current scenario, your scenario is a lot more current and like does a really good job of setting this up. Um, and then I can reflect on some experiences that I've had because it's definitely been something that I've done as well. So why don't you kick it off and, and lay the lay the story out? <laughs> yeah, so... This uh, particular situation was where I had a client who had some shoulder pain uh, that was, you know, from what I remember, a pretty like long-term issue. Um, and, but when she came in, you know, we did the assessment. It was going pretty good. Uh, it wasn't that sensitive at the current time. So we went, we tried some movements, you know, kind of did the movement screen, uh, and then I kind of jumped right into a couple of exercises. Talked about how, you know, it's okay if there's some discomfort, yada, yada, yada. How to do some lateral raises, um, things like that. And seemed good, you know, like during it wasn't, you know, seeming like it was causing too much pain. But then I got a follow-up email uh, the following day essentially explaining that uh, pain was elevated a lot the day after and that she wasn't planning on coming back. <laughs> That's a hard email to get, man. It hurts. Yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah, um, it's, it's tough because, you, you know, like, obviously that wasn't the intention, right? Obviously, yeah. <laughs> um, I think maybe diving into, like, the fact that, and, and I remember you bringing this up to me and, trying to see if I remember this correctly, but it was like someone who was a good fit. She was really excited about being here. She loved our approach. Um, everything went really well from like, from I remember like you connected with her and she was down and she loved our space and she knew that this was like what she wanted to do, which 
you know, thinking of myself in those scenarios, you're probably hype, right? You're like, oh, this is great. Like I've always, I always want to work with people who are active and pumped and want to get better and all that stuff. So you're getting like, you're getting going too, right? So you're, yeah. you're rolling. And did that, does that influence maybe why you go into doing some of that like exercise and continue to push through? Like what signs were showing you that that's what you were going to do? Yeah. I mean, like, I think I know that's my approach, right? In general, yeah. right? Is like, okay, progressive load over time with intolerance, with monitoring, et cetera, et cetera, right? So like, and like you said, like, I'm on a one-way train to Hype City. Exactly. And I'm just like, woo! <laughs> <laughs> and like, it's seeming like it's going well, but like we can talk about it. Uh, there's uh, there's more factors that you have to consider on that first day. Mm. And just jumped into it too quickly and it's disappointing because of all the things you mentioned like because i felt like that person was the right fit for us and uh this is what she needed to do um and lost confidence in that and the end scenario was she didn't end up coming back right exactly. like i know i know you responded to that email apologized tried to tried to salvage the situation and explain you know what happened try to get her to come back in and, you know, reevaluate. Cause like these things do happen, right? Even when even, you know, people are going to get flared up. Um, I'm curious to know, did you mention that she may feel a little bit more sore that she may experience some discomfort? Like, because you did a little bit more, like, was that ever brought up with her at all? I think this was probably a situation of, uh, miss or whatever you call it. Like, I didn't lay out the expectations clearly enough. Yeah. Right. And it probably speaks to a bigger issue with that situation where it's just rushing. Yeah. Okay. So let's, let's lay out like now reflecting back on this situation and trying to kind of find where you made mistakes and where we can get better. What like reflecting back on the situation, did you re realize like, ah, I should have maybe not did this or should have took a different approach? I think reflecting back, a big thing is like just understanding that like, especially if someone's been dealing with something that's up and down for a long time, like the assessment itself may provoke symptoms and lead to an increase. Like just the assessment, just looking at movements, palpating, uh, doing isometric testing, simple stuff like that could lead to an increase in symptoms. So like setting that expectation right from the beginning like hey we're doing this for evaluation purposes it could lead to an increase in how things feel uh later on tonight or even tomorrow potentially um if you don't lay out that expectation from the beginning then you go in it and it happens it's like well all that person did is just flare me up and and not like actually explaining why i need to see like how somebody is responding to things because that's important for gathering data, mm. right? The second thing is I've since reflected on needing to get everything out there after the assessment. And I don't think it's always necessary to have any, uh, any exercises done on the first day. Um, certainly there's times when I do, but I think from that experience, it's like, there's probably something to, uh, 
just doing the assessment, reflecting on how things went, and then coming into that next session with a little bit better of a game plan. Yeah. So I've been doing that since then. I think that's that's a that's been a big shift in my focus as well, um, with looking at the initial assessment as a way to gather data, connect with the person, set expectations, get the goals aligned, and have that conversation. Make sure they understand, you know, what they're dealing with. Educate them, and not necessarily rushing into exercises. And this is something we were conditioned to coming out of school. Like it was just always set up where you got to get through the assessment, you got to figure out what the problem is, and then you got to start them on treatment right away. And that was always like a process, um, which now we're starting to realize that that might not necessarily be the best thing in, in some cases. And it sounds like in this case, it was probably would have been a better idea to just take that information, gather it, and then take time to think about how you want to um, approach the plan and then implement that starting the next time that they come in. Um, and we've started to realize that clients actually really do appreciate that, you know? And I think it all comes back to setting, again, this is a big thing, but setting expectations for the, the session. So one thing that we really try to do here is like when we start is like set the expectation of what to what the assessment's gonna be like. Something that I start off with is just being like, hey, so you know, today we're gonna dive into your story. Um, we wanna hear you know, what's going on, tell me everything that's relevant. You can ask me whatever questions that you want. I'm going to ask you some questions as we go throughout this um, that that I'll have you answer. Once we once we get all that information, um, we'll go into the you know the movement portion of the assessment. We'll gather more information, take that all in, and then we'll take that and we'll put um, you on the road to starting a plan. But we may not actually get to any exercises today because we want to just see how you respond to these things. So, you know, setting that expectation off the start has been huge because then they they know right off the bat that, hey, you're not necessarily going to get a movement or anything today if it's not appropriate. Um, And I found that to be really helpful because then when you get to the end of the the initial assessment and you're like, hey, this was like really great. Like we summarize what we've done, what we've learned, you know, set the plan and just be like, hey, I don't want to just throw random exercises at you. I want to take the time to think about this and how this is going to layer into like your plan going forward. Um, so we'll get that started on the next session. But here's something that I want you to do. Because I think always giving them something is good, but maybe it's more like, hey, you know what I want you to do is I want you to just be more self-aware of like what bothers your shoulder you know, throughout the next couple of days within your activities of daily living. And then you know, maybe get out for a walk or two um, over the course of the next day just to keep the heart rate up and like just to give them something to do from an activity standpoint. And I found that to be super, super helpful. And that's something like I've uh, learned from you is actually you know, maybe you don't get through exercises, but maybe it's things like, okay, we're going to start the process of monitoring and getting used to what that's like, because that's going to be important for the success of the rehab process. So like, you know, we used to stoplight analogy a lot, like to help people just kind of gauge where their symptoms are at and how they're changing. So like, that's now something I've started to get people thinking about day one, even though they didn't do any exercises, they still did some testing and stuff, right? So they're still challenging it. So maybe that does change how they feel the next day. And that's that data is helpful because, well, I know it's pretty dang sensitive, right? So I need to be a little bit more cautious in like the approach because clearly there's some delayed 
symptom onset, right? Uh, so I can't just go by how they're feeling in the session. I need to maybe be uh, conservative with the exercises that I select and the dosing. Mm -hmm. So like you can get a lot of value from just getting that ball rolling in terms of the advice that you offer uh, without just jumping into a bunch of exercises kind of blind. Yeah. And generally people, not generally, a lot of, most of the time people are super appreciative of that, right? And they, they can really understand why you, why we want to do that. Um, and again, I just think there's just this, we just created this idea that we need to, to give people exercise or we need to give them this treatment right away. And I've just started to realize that I just don't really think that we need to do that, you know? Um, and it's definitely been, it's definitely been helpful for me. Yeah, me too. And it doesn't mean like it's an absolute rule where it's like you no. never give anyone any movements. Like sometimes I'll still offer advice in terms of like things that they can do to get themselves moving throughout the day where it's not necessarily yeah. about like graded exposure or anything. It's more about like uh, just having them have some variety. Yeah. On the flip side, just thinking about this now too, one thing that I think is important to ask um, within the subjective portion of the assessment <clears throat> is what's their expectation for today? Because that gives you information too because it's the game you play where someone may be expecting to get a lot. Like yeah. they may expect to get treatment and exercise. And if you, if we do what we just did and don't give them anything, they may not see that. They may not like that and see that as like not meeting their expectations. And then that also may deter them from wanting to mm. continue to work with us. Yeah. Um, and I think that's a key question to ask is like, what's the expectation, right? Because if the expectation is that they want exercises, okay, cool. We can work within that knowing that, that, hey, let's just like, let's say that this is an exercise or let's take what we just talked about it and make it an exercise form so that they feel like they're getting something, but really we're just using it as a marker of measuring sensitivity or education or whatever it may be. But that at least is like meeting that client's expectation, which is most right. likely going to have them want to continue on because I've mm -hmm. seen that happen before too. Or it gives you the opportunity to confront those expectations. And ask them why they think they need that. Yeah. And then explain this is why we might not do that. Uh, but this is what I would recommend we do. And you have that conversation to right. see where you end up. But at least that conversation is occurring so that you guys can end at a common ground. Because it's all about finding the balance, right? Or finding like that middle ground between the two so that it's just more likely that they, they want to continue, right? Um, so that's a, that's also like a good point. Yeah. It's amazing how much all of that comes down to like managing expectations, but also like just establishing some form of trust, mm -hmm. right? Cause you're, and you're not going to have complete trust day one, but you could lose it. Super. You fast. could definitely and, and, lose and it, it. You lost it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's it's, gone, it's right? gone. And then the person yeah. never came back. Right. Yeah. So it's totally true. Um, yeah. And I mean, I've had, obviously I've had scenarios like that and something that really pops to my mind and it's not the exact same, but it's similar in, in a sense. Um, reflecting back, this was a couple of years, this was like early, 
early or in my practice. And um, I was one, it started off not necessarily on a good foot. I was, <laughs> I was a little bit late to a client, which I hate being late one. Two, it was just like this, the nature of the scenario of the clinic. Before I was just I had back-to-back people and I had you know 30-minute sessions. I felt a little rushed. I didn't get to that person on time. So I was starting off not necessarily on a good foot, right? And then we go into the assessment. And because I was already late, I was a little behind, a little rushed. So I'm kind of working. And I was honestly a little bit flustered from one, the session before, then being late, which I hate being late, and I that kind of got in my head because I know now like this client's gonna be like, well, why, why are you late? And I just I just don't like that whole scenario, so I'm kind of in my own head. And then we go through the assessment. And it wasn't like a horrible assessment by any means. Like we got through what we needed to get through. She was having some knee pain, um, and so what ended up just happening with the whole situation is I wasn't able to set those expectations. I wasn't able to necessarily listen to exactly what she needed or what she was looking for. So our, our expectations were just off. And so I ended up, you know, going through again, at that point, I felt like I now needed to make up for like myself being laid and like being behind. So I wanted to give her stuff to take away to show her I knew what I was doing and that she was like in the right hands. Right. And so I gave her a, a bunch of different things to work on, probably like three or four different things that I thought would be good. Um, and I sent her off with that and then we booked in for another session and it seemed to be, again, we left on good terms. She seemed to be okay with what went on. Um, and then she ended up canceling our follow-up session, which was set for, I don't, can't remember if it was a week later or a couple days later, whatever it was. Um, and I was kind of like, Oh, what the heck? You know, like I thought we ended up having a good session and she was a good fit for, for, for my approach. Like she needed the approach that we were taking. And so I called her because I was like, oh, this is weird. I just want to, I just want to see, right, and get feedback. And so I called her, and she answers, and and she she felt those things that I was thinking in my head. She was a little frustrated that I was late. She felt like I rushed the assessment. Um, and this is what she was telling me. And she's like, you gave me a lot of exercises that I was already doing with my trainer, like she was, I gave her like some squat exercises with like a limited barrier and like some other things that were gonna challenge the knee but not necessarily cause her some some of her knee pain. But to her, I was just giving her the same thing that she was already doing because I didn't really put context around why. I didn't take the time to explain why we're doing it, what this is going to do, layer it into the context of her knee discomfort. And so she was just like, I just don't see value in the sessions um, moving forward. I'm already seeing a personal trainer that is giving me squats and lunges. And I think that this isn't going to just be beneficial, you know, for me. And that's kind of, and then I try to, you know, I kind of try to salvage a situation. I, one, first, first thing you always do is apologize. So like, I apologize for the late, being late. I apologize for the miscommunication. I took ownership for that situ- situation. And I was like, you know, I really think that, you know, this would be a good fit and like, I would love to get you back in and like, we could, you know, go, go through all this stuff again and I can explain it to you. Um, and she, she was just like, no, I, I'm, I'm good. And so at that point I was like, okay, cool. And let it go. But that's kind of a scenario where it's similar, but not necessarily the same in the sense of like me flaring her up to the point where she didn't want to come back, but it was coming back to like rushing the assessment 
Um, and then just giving her exercises or something for the sake of giving it to her because I felt like that was going to show my value or my knowledge, which then just ended up backfiring <laughs> because it it made me actually look kind of stupid in a, in a way because I was basically giving her, quote, unquote, what she was already doing, you know? Right. And I know, like, like obviously there's it's sort of similar in terms of, like, rushing and stuff, but, like, and, and it's a bit different in the model that we're in now because – we have such a long time to be able to see somebody and we're usually on time for sessions as a result of that. Mm -hmm. But I know like there's been some things that you've tried when like you do have a session that like runs late or maybe it's like frustrating and then you're trying to jump into something new. I don't know if maybe you could speak on that a little bit. Like in terms of just like kind of resetting myself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like again, this is all a learning process and this was back at the time we we're going to drop his name for the first time in 2020, but um, 2021, 2021, sorry. <laughs> I was working with Nick uh, and you know, one thing that, and I remember this scenario because we had a conversation after about this thing because I told him about it. And he, he reminded me of some of the things that I'm about to explain is, you know, really, you know, you're already late at this point. So that's already said and done. Right. And so one thing that I've really tried to work on and he, he kind of made me think about it was just taking a second to ground yourself, catch your breath, refocus, put that last session out um, of your mind, refocus on this individual. And like one way that, you know, I would do that in the past would just be like, take a minute, go into the bathroom, take a couple deep breaths, you know, whether it's like give myself a little hype speech or a little refocus speech and then come back out and like see it as a new, as a new setting. And I think that might've helped in that scenario where I just like grounded myself, got back on track and I could have approached it a little bit better. And I think, I think thinking like reflecting back, I made like some kind of like comments that was like, I thought was like a good way to like break the, the fact that I was late when in reality, I probably shouldn't have done that. It just didn't hit, just didn't land well. And like, it's just those little things that you don't really think about until like something like that happens. And, you know, reflecting back, I wish I would have took some time to, to ground myself, apologize for being late, try to, you know, refocus so that I didn't feel rushed. And maybe what I've could have done was be like, Hey, you know, we're going to go through some of this stuff. We may not get to the exercise side of things. I, you know, making sure that we're taking the time to make, make sure we're giving you the right things. Like that probably would have been a little bit better of an approach that may have left the scenario better off, you know? It's true. It's, it's so funny, like how little of this is like getting the right, uh, diagnosis, <laughs> or like, right. you know, like asking the right clinical question. It's like more about aligning with the person, you know, making sure they feel like you're present, uh, at that time and that you're making like good sound choices for them and building trust. Yeah. Right. Yeah, no, for sure. And sometimes it's hard. It, you don't remember, you don't, um, you don't think about the fact that this is like the first time yeah. that you're meeting this individual. You know what I mean? Like this is the first time you guys are coming into contact with each other. So trying to get that off to a good, a good foot is always, is always positive, you know? Yeah, exactly. For sure. Yeah. Anything, anything else that comes to mind or that you want to add to like what we, what we chatted about? No, I don't think so. I think the main thing there is just like, yeah, trying not to 
rush uh, your assessment because you don't have to get everything solved that first day. The main point is that you feel aligned and the expectations are similar between you and your client. I feel like if you can get that day one, then that's more important than everything else because ultimately if they stop continuing uh, or you flare them up and they you lose their trust that like first day, then none of the other stuff matters. Right. Like you could have the best plan in the world, but if you don't get to enact it, then it's pointless. Sayonara. Yeah. No, for <laughs> sure. Yeah, I agree. I think, and then last, I just add the cherry on top is like, don't feel like you need to give someone exercises on the initial assessment. Yeah. We've been just, we've just been ingrained to do that. And I, I think there are some times where we don't, we don't need to rush into that. Um, but yeah, no, I think that's great, man. I think that's a good place to, uh, to wrap up. So that's going to cap off, you know, episode two of the clinical um, scenario series. Um, we'd love to hear your feedback. What do you guys think about this? Do you like this? Do you like us talking about this? Do you have any ideas or clinical scenarios that you want us to hit on that you've experienced? Um, I'm sure we've experienced similar things. And uh, we want to hear your feedback. You know, how would you have approached this scenario? We're, we're trying to learn still. We're not perfect. There's always ways that we can get better. So hit us up in the DMs on Instagram at the PT Coffee Cast. Let us know. You can also follow us over at the Movement PTs. Hit us up there if you want. Um, and then just make sure you guys are subscribed to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere else you consume your audio. Um, that way you guys don't miss out on any of our new episodes. Outside of that, guys, we look forward to uh, chatting with you next time. Stay coffee infused. Before you guys head out, we want to take a moment to tell you about the Movement Coffee Club. So the Movement Coffee Club is a new way that you guys can continue to be supportive of the PT Coffee Cast as well as be ingrained into the community. So we have three clubs for you. We have the Espresso Club, which if you join that club, you will get one message from me and Will a month saying thank you for all of your support. The second club is our cafe club. Here you'll get everything in the first club as well as a shout out on the show, put on a list of coffee club supporters, and you'll get one bonus episode from us a month that no one else is going to get. Lastly, our favorite club, the mug club. In this club, you're going to get everything in the espresso club, everything in the cafe club, as well as a PT Coffee Cast mug, a monthly PT Coffee Cast coffee subscription to our official blend and a monthly mug club zoom call so if you guys ever wanted to support the pt coffee cast show us some love say thank you for all of the things that we've done we'd love for you guys to do it this way just helps us continue to grow put out better content have more amazing conversations with hype guests like the one that you're listening to right now and allows us to level up our content so you can join the coffee club by checking the link in the show notes or the link in our bio on instagram Thanks for tuning into this episode, and we look forward to keeping you guys coffee infused.